you thank you guys so much for tuning in again um this is a episode of overly exposed so it's just me today uh, i'm deanna kobe I have been hosting Comedians Exposed, where I interview comedians about how comedy leaves them feeling vulnerable. I want to thank, first off, my patrons. Oh, my God, I love you guys. Thank you so much for helping keep this podcast going. It's a lot of work, and you guys are the backbone, and I love you so much. I also love you so much for... um, engaging and listening. It's really wonderful to know that I'm not just shouting out there into the void. So I appreciate you so much. Um, And I really appreciate you because again, this is super uncomfortable for me. I don't know if you can tell right now, but my butthole is really clenched. This is horrible. I, um, Doing a podcast alone is really awkward. Um, I feel the same way as if I was going to go do stand-up. Very uncomfortable. I don't know, too, if you guys noticed, um, because I've been putting it out, just recording and putting it out there, recording and putting it out there, because I really want to capture my uncomfortableness. Uh, But I don't know if you guys noticed, I noticed after I listened, words that I mispronounced. Oh my God, Ah, so cringy. And I think back, you know, when I listen to sets that I do, you know, after you go to a show or a mic and you do your time, you get into this weird zone. At least I do. I kind of like black out where I'm just like, I'm like only thinking about like, I don't know, getting through the set, you know, I'm not even, I feel really a lack of presence. I'm working on that. I'm working on being more present in my time on stage. And I really appreciate you guys letting me do this uh, overly exposed because for me, it's good practice. And, uh, you know, it kind of helps me kind of deconstruct things in my head and comedy and cancel culture and wokeness and all this stuff that we've got to navigate through. And part of me, of course, would love to just, you know, shut my computer and turn off the Internet and be like, I'm done. No more engaging in the world with this way. Uh Maybe one day, who knows? But for right now, I'm still technologically inclined and you are my homies for listening and supporting. I love you so much. So I wanted to talk today about um, the whole Karen trope. Um, Yeah, Karen, you know, I am. in fact, I'm working on a bit and I, the bit's so raw, but basically what I'm trying to do is figure out what is the ultimate white person accent. And I asked an audience member that recently and the person responded with, well, you. So apparently I sound like the ultimate white person. And I do realize, I mean, obviously I do look like a Karen, um, you know, if you Google what's a Karen, one of the descriptors is going to come up with a middle-aged white woman. So check, you got me there. 
So I do look like a Karen, but I swear I've never called the police on anybody. Not even uh, for the baby that was locked in the car in front of my house. Um, Oh, yeah, Karen. I don't know, though. I feel it's a really slippery slope for women with Karen. Um, First off, like I said, I did kind of look up what does it mean to be a Karen? And again, one of the descriptors, middle-aged white woman. So anybody listening out there, if you're a middle-aged white woman, you are a Karen, according to that descriptor. Um, Another one. This is from Wiki. (laughs) Wiki. It's an entitled person, entitled woman demanding beyond what the scope of normal is. Okay, so I don't I don't know what that is supposed to mean. Uh, This one was just from Urban Dictionary. Karen, uh, an example was gives raisins to kids on Halloween. Uh, I also was very triggered by that because I would completely approve of giving kids raisins. Uh, I don't give kids anything on Halloween. I'm the lady that shuts the lights off. But come on, raisins. Kids don't need any more sugar. Can we look at ADH rates and all these other things that are happening and correlate to our diet? I don't know. I'm getting down a different rabbit hole. Back to Karen, though. I feel like this whole Karen trope... um, it's, it's a very slippery slope for women because I don't think there's an equal term for men. There's not something just as powerful. Like I remember when uh, that husband and wife, I think it was in Missouri with the protesters for Black Lives Matter and they came out with their guns, the lady with the blonde hair and the little gun and then her husband, they were both lawyers shooting at the protesters or shooting their guns. Um, they were calling them Karen and Ken, but Ken didn't really stick. Not, it didn't have the same sticking power as Karen. And I think about a couple of examples recently of friends that have shared stories with me. Um, one friend, uh, actually, this person is a professor, has a PhD, very, very, very well respected, was uh, walking on campus one day and was summoned over by the landscaper who was a young gentleman in his, I don't know, 20s perhaps, and uh, propositioned my friend for a (laughs) three-way. And when she was sharing this conversation with me, of course, the crux of it came down to like, well, what could she have done? You know, um, it was completely disgusting and inappropriate, you know, but then we kind of circle back to this idea of being Karens, you know, uh, another friend of mine who has a daughter had this conversation with her daughter. Basically, if you're uncomfortable with something, just say, you know, don't worry about being a Karen. So it's like, oh, that I think is kind of why we're in this whole me too mess. Like, We need to acknowledge our truest feelings. And Karen, the trope Karen, you know, it's dangerous because, like, again, it's just like these broad descriptors um, of women in situations. Myself, I was uh, leaving um, Brighton Bar one night 
Yeah, oh, you guys will know Brighton Bar, some of you. Uh, it's down in Long Branch. And I was walking to my car and there was a gentleman at my car and he was like trying to get in. And I was like, oh, and I started doing my car alarm. I was like, sir, like, this is my car. And he was like, clearly like fucked up or on drugs or something. I don't know. He was not in his right head. And he's like, this is not your car. This is not your car. I'm like, it's my car. And like, we're going back and forth. And I'm like, this guy was, you know, started the posture. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, do I call the police? Like, and it was, he wasn't a big guy, you know? I feel like if we had to physically get engage in fisticuffs, I might have stood a chance. But, you know, um, it was the thought of like that whole, well, you know, what is unreasonable? You know, I think that's where the danger lies with the Karen stereotype, because it's like your level of what's uncomfortable is not necessarily what my level of uncomfortableness is or what we should. I don't know what we should tolerate. I mean, in my situation, uh, a few of other comics still were hanging around and they saw that I was like having a challenging situation and they came over and they kind of intervened. The one guy happens to bartend. So he's really good de-escalating drunk, irrational people. So it worked out. Um, Another person I knew posted um, on social media, I guess like they were out and it was right when kind of social distancing was kind of lifting and they had, um, posted a picture. Somebody like sat really close to them. They were outside. There was all these open tables, blah, blah, blah. Somebody sat really close to them and they posted about them. And then they created this whole big old conflict on social media. Like, well, why didn't you just go up and say something, you know, was kind of the argument, but this person who initially posted was a woman and that whole going back to well, what can we say? How are we allowed to be uncomfortable? Um, And, you know, I feel like Karen's, using Karen keeps us a little bit stuck. That's, I don't know. I just, it's a fun joke. But I also kind of like having this podcast to kind of like talk about the other side of the jokes. Um, Yeah. So, I don't know. There was something else I wanted to talk about with being Karen. I can't. My handwriting, my notes are a mess. But I don't know. It's fun. It's a fun little trope. I don't know how long it'll be around for. And I wonder, uh, I think this would be kind of more research for me to do. You know, what was Karen before she was Karen? <sighs> and is this just like another way to kind of keep women controlled and keep women stuck? You know, like I know as a obviously a woman in comedy, like, you know, you worry about like complaining about anything is you're like, yeah, you're difficult. She's hard to work with. And, you know, and then again, being a middle aged woman doing jokes, I think. people automatically are like, we do not want to hear anything Karen has to say. So maybe this is all in my head. Who knows? But I really want to thank you guys so much um, 
again for listening and being patrons. I'm so excited to have more of you guys co-host future episodes. Also, too, I wanted to um, kind of dive in with you guys as well on some of these topics on this little jump off project that I'm doing. Um, Just kind of, again, like talking about society and what's funny currently, but kind of looking at it from the other side, like, should it still be funny or what are the effects of it? Um, uh, I know I feel gross. You guys are like, oh, why do you wear everything? I'm so sorry, you guys. I do wish I could just be so funny and just make jokes about, you know, dicks and all kinds of other silly, weird things like going to the toilet, but I can't, I just can't. This is just what's coming out of me. And I love you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. You guys are such wonderful friends. And uh, I want to maybe at least come up with something equivalent to the Karen for men, like something that really bites, that gets them sassy. Sassy. Maybe I'll just call them Karen too, because, you know, I think it could be universal. Why not? Why does Karen just have to be a woman? And wait a second. I wonder, can it only be white people? Hmm. Can anyone non-white be a Karen? I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. Weigh in. Message me. Um, Share this if you can. Like it if you can. And again, thank you so much for your continuous patronage. I really am so eternally grateful. I hope you have a wonderful, which June 1st? June. Oh my God, how wild. I can't wait till the summer solstice. I hope you have a super summer solstice and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.